Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you're very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a cog icon, a little wheel. Click that, click the word quality, and then upgrade the quality of your video to 720 or 1080p. Doing the best I can to give quality videos in a clear format, but YouTube occasionally, which means every day, downgrades the volume or the quality of the videos to 480p. And so you're just going to have to upgrade it so that it's not fuzzy, it's not blurring. If you find that it's fading in and out between clear and fuzzy, it means that they're still trying to downgrade it. So as you watch, you might have to keep fixing it up there or fixing it at the bottom. Today's word is a graphic prophecy. If you're a new subscriber, you may not know the kinds of matters that I handle on this blog. This is an end times prophecy blog that I, Celestial, um, was called by the Lord to, to bring. And therefore, I take this seriously and I do not add or subtract anything that the Lord Jesus um, gives me. So this is a graphic prophecy. This is indeed a revelation and exposure of things that go on in the highest levels of the land. What level am I talking about? I'm talking about in the halls of justice. I'm talking about in the halls of government. I'm basically talking about um, Washington, D.C., the pulse of the nation, where all the decisions are made. Um, one of the things that prophecy does, one of the things that the Lord God says that prophecy will do is that prophecy will expose the secret matters of the heart. Now, um, if we look at today's culture, you find that so many people in the Christian church are drawn to prophecy. They want to know what does God have to say about me? What does God have to say about my future? And the reason for this is because in all of us, there is a hole to hear. There is a hole. There is a God-shaped hole. There is a God-shaped need to hear directly from our Creator. Just like children, there come times and things in our lives where we don't want our best friend to counsel us. We only want to hear from our family, our mother and our father, because we know, at least if you came from a halfway decent home, that these are the people that know us the best. And we want to hear what our parents have to say about the struggles we go through, our difficulties and things like that. So what am I saying? Sometimes it's only the words of a loved one that will speak to things that are deeply impacting your soul, mind and spirit. And, this, and prophecy is no different. This is why people are hungry for the prophetic today. But unfortunately, in the times that we are, these are the end times. And the Bible says that you should know that during the times of the end and the times of sorrows, false Christs and false teachers and false prophets will arise. These are people who will continue to give you clickbait brothers and sisters. They're going to put these sensational titles on their videos, sensational titles on their sermons, and sometimes charge outrageous sums of money or whatever it is. And you're going to come thinking that there's going to be a powerful right now word from the Lord only to find that it's regurgitated nonsense. It's stuff that doesn't speak to you directly and it doesn't tell you anything about what God's specific heart is for you. That's just the issue of personal prophecy. We've also got people now popping up in the inboxes and saying things like, Kid you not, if there's anyone out there who wants a word from God, inbox me. This is divination, brothers and sisters. This is nothing more than modern day witchcraft mixed with a little bit of um, 
playing with the spirit of divination, playing with other unclean spirits. There is no body who is supposed to be waiting in the inbox so that if Jack, Jill, and the Hill just inbox and says, I'm here, give me a word, then that person regurgitates a word. God is not a pimp. On this channel, I will stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. If it is the last thing I do, I always say, if my blog is ever missing and this channel is ever gone, I didn't move to Alaska. It was taken down against my will. And that is why I'm working to protect the content that they have on here because I know it's controversial and I know it's going to poke a lot of powerful people in places they don't want to be poked. But this is what God has called me to. And I thank God every single day that he gives me the courage, not of myself, but of his spirit to speak and reveal what he says. If anybody is calling you to the inbox and telling you, come and I'm going to give you a word, that is a pimp. That is not a prophet. Don't even call them a prophet. If you want to know what the spirit of prophecy is, you're welcome to go to the master's voice. Check the URL below and visit the page labeled handily prophecy. And you will see what biblical, truthful, spirit driven, God given prophecy is. God is always concerned with edifying the individual, teaching the individual, rebuking and disciplining the individual. Everything that God does is in love. Doesn't matter what God reveals about you, about your past, about your future, even if it's scary, even if it hurts you personally, it is because he loves you. A lot of people are out there playing with things that they don't understand, but this is what I trust God for. In the days to come, he will separate the wheat from the chaff and all the people who are blind now, all the people who are out there eating poisoned grass now, you will see with a shock as the people who were nothing more than liars and hucksters and charlatans are unmasked before you. And how great will be your grieving when you realize that you were following pagans, heathens, liars, idols of clay feet who could tell you nothing about the things to come and tell you no truth at all. I was going to bring a different prophetic word and, the, and I just heard the, a voice. I just heard the voice name this prophecy and I was like, oh God, it's the weekend, please. And it came again twice. And so I obediently looked it up on my laptop, pulled it up here on the tablet and we're going to go into it right now. It is a graphic word. It covers things that people in power do not want revealed. And yet it may, be, it may not be shocking to some of you. There are some of you close enough to the political thrones that you know these things go on. There are some of you, unfortunately, out there who may even be victims of the things that I am going to reveal here. However, speak I will, say I will, and may the Lord Jesus Christ, who called me, take his glory in Jesus' name. July 6th, 2019. This is over a year and a half old, and it should be. This is an ongoing prophecy. The things that take place in this prophecy are older than me. They have been happening before I was born and they continue happening until the Lord Jesus comes to judge them. The title is What You Never Heard Before, Part 1. I will not do a video for Part 2 because that's part of the Sin series and I'm not yet there. Still in the America series. Let's go directly to the word. The banner scripture is this. Call unto me and I will show you great and unsearchable things and difficult meaning hard to hear, hard to accept, hard to process, and hard to know. I will show you unsearchable things and difficult, which you knoweth not. Jeremiah 3 and 33. 
please excuse me. So this was a prophetic word that was delivered to me as soon as I came out of sleep. This is God's fashion. It's either he's visiting me in my sleep, talking to me, showing me mind movies, showing me um, visions of the night, which are prophetic dreams, or sometimes he will wait by the bed like a puma. And the second I open my eyes, Lord God is already like, oh, good. Thank God. She's awake. Great. Let's get started. And he will start talking to me. I have to fumble, get my phone, get my brain in gear and start writing and recording what he is saying. I praise you, Yah. You are wonderful. So as soon as I got up, 8 o'clock that morning, well, okay, 9, it was 8.51, the Spirit of the Lord said to me, Celestial, take your scroll and write down what I will say and show you today. Today I will say what you never heard before. So I sat up and I made preparations to write, and this is what I received. And like I said, even here in the prophecy, the word is strong. Thus says the Lord God, to the nation and people of America, I will do a new thing. I will de declare in your hearing a word that you have not heard before, a word with attention to detail so that you know that it's real. You always wonder if your name is in my word. I hear it all the time, spoken by you, says God. Is America in prophecy? There's so much stark and heated debate over this matter. Will I have come to settle it? I declare to you now openly, you are in my book. I call you Babylon the Great, Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots. You are the whore riding on the scarlet beast. You are my enemy, and now I lay my hands securely on you. God is saying that he will grip America in a fashion that she will not escape from him. You are my enemy, and now I lay my hands securely on you for reckoning, for punishment, and for repayment of your sins that have multiplied under heaven until there's no place that I can set my eye without your abominations before me. You distress my spirit. You have defamed me among the nations. You have shared the cup of your overflowing filthiness among all peoples. There's no border that is safe from you, America. There is no border that you have not entered into in some measure and defiled it so that my eye cannot even spare those nations. Indeed, you have made them all defiled. So hear the word of the Lord. I will pluck Babylon up by her roots from her very base. I will overturn her and I will shake the nation out like clothes until everything in her that can be shaken will be shaken. Then I will shake the nations and I will finish the kingdoms so the kingdom of my own dear son can come. But first, I will begin at the head, at the source and the fountain of all abomination. America, hear your names. Babylon the fallen, Babylon the lustful, Babylon the pornographic, Babylon the foul, and adulterous, Babylon the pedophile, Babylon the fornicator, Babylon the killer of innocence, Babylon the whore who tests my spirit. You will no longer be known as Babylon the great. You are not great. You are nothing to me and soon you will be made as nothing in front of everyone else before long. It is not long, Babylon until my blows break your back. Then you will remember I am the Lord God Almighty 
who lifted you up. You will remember who made you what you were. God says what you were. And he continues, because I did not make you as you are now. What you are now is an utter abomination. So let me read your charge. I'm surprised at the Lord, actually, because this prophecy really does remain belong in the sin series. But he's having me do it in the America series. The sin series is where I'm going to read out every single sin, every single accusation and charge that the Lord Jesus Christ has against this nation. So many people confront me all the times and tells me, why am I always talking about America? America is no better and no worse than anyone else. Why am I always saying that America does human trafficking as if everybody else doesn't do it? You heard what the Lord says. This is the nation that basically taught everybody else how to do it. This is the head. I said in another prophecy and on the blog, I think it's called America, oh America, that when God has given you the headship, when you are the eldest child, when you are the oldest and the biggest and the strongest among all the children in the home, more is expected of you. You are not expected to lead your brothers and sisters into perdition, into sin. You are not supposed to enter into sin yourself and you are definitely not supposed to teach them how to perpetrate sin against the Lord. But America has done that. And that is why the Lord calls her Mystery Babylon, because Mystery Babylon is that hidden nation in the end times prophetic word that will make every other nation filthy through its actions. And that is what this nation has done. So let's go to one section of the prophecy that is going straight to the heart of the United States leadership, Washington, D.C. The nation of evil princes prophesied to Babylon the nation of evil princes. Their hands have grown so fat off the sweat of the people. And this nation has come under a curse because of how greedy they are. The taxpayers' dollars are something that they hoard and they squeeze out of the citizens. And still it's not enough for them. They still require gifts and they even take flesh as payment too. They take food and meat, wine and drink. They accept credit card payments probably bribery and other things that your leaders want. Luxury apartments. We all know about the political love nests of this nation. They have their home and then they have a little apartment downtown for where the interns can give them favors and rise to the top. So they take credit cards and luxury apartments as their payment so that they can cast their votes or pass laws or block them, obviously according to who's paid them. They take and accept holidays, trips, presents, jewelry, and every other token of servitude that will make their presence felt on the Senate floor and in the other positions that I, God, have caused them to hold. They even take male and female servants, male and female concubines to satisfy their unending lusts. They abuse human flesh and then pat the person on the back and say later, We'll be in touch. So I saw and I wrote what I saw. I see the daughters and the sons of the elected officials of this land being offered sexually to other elected officials in return for favors. They swap their children and their wives to promote their careers. And they don't think anything of it except to say it's the price to get to the top. 
The wives of these officials are made to do oral sex on a regular basis for any prince who's interested in them to the point that these women have become skilled in what God hates. And so what I saw is that if a man wants to climb the political ladder and it's not going well or it's taking a long time, he could give up his daughter or his son or his spouse that he is in covenant with to whoever is in power that said, I take an interest to Samantha. I'm interested in Kyle. I like Grace. You could bring your wife or your child or your wife or your daughter, sorry, as the exchange for a favor later. And the Lord showed that some of these women and perhaps maybe even the young one, the children, I don't know, especially if they're teens or whatever, they see it as a team effort for the family. Oh no, the Lord was talking here about the wives. So he said some wives are willing and they see it as a team effort, sacrifice for their husbands. But he said that many of these wives are boiling inside to the point of bitterness, rage, and outward manifestation of disease because of what their husbands ask and force them to do. The Lord said, Senate wives, mayor's wives, governor's wives, and even the wives of representatives in the lower house and other official positions, women that are married to men who have an insatiable lust for power, I saw them developing heart disease and, and nervous disposition diseases. I saw them having fainting spells, uncontrollable shaking, and even anger, depression, and out, outbursts of rage. I saw them having public meltdowns and basically losing their health and vitality, even developing cancer, all because of how much hatred and rage and anger was inside them because they're forced to kneel like slaves as men they don't know unzip their pants and force them to do things with their mouths that they don't want to do. The Lord was showing me that because of these women being forced to perform these sexual favors, their husbands might be promoted to the rank that he wanted. But when these women think about what she's being asked to do after the fancy galas and after the fancy dinners, they start to shake. They want to go home to their children who are in bed wondering when mom and dad are going to come home, but they can't because they're going to be required to go to back rooms and sometimes to go into the private cars of these men or meet them at hotel rooms, especially when the gallows are being held in hotels. Rooms are booked upstairs for these women to go. And here is what God is saying. The Lord says that these princes also use the women unnaturally in the back in the back door. Now, if you watched a video that I made just two days ago, um, a day ago, actually, I can't remember the name of it now, I apologize, but it's one of the videos that I just pulled up, not the one with the gold image, desolations are determined. I was talking about how America runs on sodomy. Sodomy is the act of penetrating the anus of a person with an object or with a male sexual organ. Um, or something that can be strapped on to the body. I did say that this is graphic, so if you're an adult, um, do not allow your younger child to watch this. Sometimes prophecy needs to be broken down for the children, but you don't need to let them watch it. If the video turns out to be long, it's because I'm trying to be true to everything written here, so please hang in there. In fact, just as a caveat, a lot of these videos might be lengthy, but I try to keep them short. But if you're busy, don't watch them. Watch them when you can absorb what God wants you to know and understand. If you're an American, you need to know and understand these things. If you're a foreigner who thinks that this place is Mecca or your dream place, you just need to wake up and get a clue.
really. So, um, the Lord says that these men use the women unnaturally in their back parts, and he gave the reason why. God says that the reason that the payment that the wives make is not in the front of a woman, but at the back or through the mouth, is because this avoids unwanted and mistake pregnancies when these payments of flesh are being made. It won't do to have a mayor's wife popping up with a child who's the wrong color of her husband. It won't do to have that one extra baby who doesn't look like anyone in the family. And that's because mom was sent to do things with someone high ranking or middle ranking who promised husband, I can get you what you need, but it's going to cost you your wife. And so what they do is God said that these acts that they do that anger him so much, not only because they break the covenant, but because of the type of act that they are. He said that they do it because it doesn't leave a trace. And the Lord went there and he said that is why the highest office of the United States fell to one of those acts not so long ago. God fears nobody. So he can say whatever he likes. He said that the highest office of this land fell to that act because the nation of America is lewd and she has a fascination with that type of thing. And that's why her highest office became stained with it and everybody found out what he was doing in his private time, didn't we? So God says that they choose that because, here's his words, it's an untraceable form of fornication. It leaves no proof that can destroy someone's career with illegitimate children or if someone comes out and accuses rape. So they use women through sodomy because you can't get pregnant back there. And they also use them through the mouth. Then the Lord began to talk about the kind of husband who's willing to do this with his wife and children. The process that they put them through. He said that the men and women at the very top are like skilled hunters that are always on the prowl for fresh meat. So they're always looking on the Senate floor, looking at these fancy dinners. Who has a pretty wife? Ooh, her 15-year-old has grown up looking nice. He said that they're always watching. And when they see someone who has a beautiful wife or good-looking children, they target that person and they begin to reel him in. The first thing that they do is that they will pay this man attention. Obviously, all men are ambitious and they're trying to get to the top. They want better. It's the natural urge and drive that are in them. That's how God made Adam. He told Adam to go out, have dominion, dominion, Adam and Eve, and to look after the garden. So men naturally are always driven, looking for more, looking for better. Um, your husband might be the type who works 15 hours a day and comes home exhausted. And you're telling him you're not spending time with the family. And he'll tell you this. If you're a wife, you might have heard this. I'm doing this for us. That's how men are and that's how they think. They actually need to be shown that there's a place for balance and rest. underneath, un, Unless if they're not shown that there's a place for balance and rest, they're just go, 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 go. More, more, better, better. Win, win. First, first. Top, top. So God says when they see a man, they already know that he has the natural urge. And when he has good-looking kids and a good-looking wife, they start paying him more attention. They want him to feel more important. So they start to flatter him and they start to act really interested in the contributions that he's making at whatever low level or medium level he's at. 
Say, great job, Stan. And if it's a judge, they say, oh, my goodness, that was a linchpin judgment. I, I read the whole thing. Judge Adams had nothing on you. You were awesome. And they tell these men what these men want to hear. And these men start to feel that this flattery is genuine. And the Lord shows me that even senators fall to this flattery. District elders, councilmen, policemen, surgeons, judges, um, lower house representatives of all races and backgrounds. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord, and I'm reading directly his words. This is even done to traffic cops. A lot of these cops have beautiful wives and they keep their wives home safe and secure because they know they're taking crazy people to jail and they have to watch over their families. But they do bring their wives out to the cop balls, police, police commissioners balls. That's when their wives dress up and they come out and everybody's like, whoa, you're married to a knockout. And God says that it's at these events that these predators, these very high ranking, highest level people get to really see who's at home making the lasagna. And when they see someone who is working class, but has a beautiful family, even though these men love their families, God said that these high ranking meat eaters, these meat hunters, meaning human flesh, they want to have sex with lustful people. He said that they shop among the subordinates spouses. Just the way you go to Macy's and think, oh, I think I'll take the green pumps and I think I'll take the pearl colored bag. He says they sit there at the table, sipping their drinks, looking at whose wife is pretty. Okay, she kissed him on the cheek. That's his wife. Okay, he's put his arm around her. That's his college daughter. Hmm. And they shop among them and they note who is who. And then they begin to make a plan to snare this man. So they flatter the man and then they give him a few gifts, but they give him the thing that God says all men crave and that is personal attention. They start to invite him to the boys clubs. They start to invite him on the private yacht. They start to call him up to the 18th floor and give him a few minutes to share his ideas for the company. All these things feed the heart of men. There went many women out there who don't understand even the heart of the man they've been married to for 15 years. No insult to you, sister. But unless you understand the male psyche and the male soul, you may not understand why the light in that man is not shining. Personal attention that men need is very different from the personal attention that women need. Men need to feel, and I'm speaking here, things that God has not only taught me, but said here. So that men crave and they thrive on being appreciated, thanked, admired, and needed. When men do not feel needed, they fall to their worst self. When the male psyche is not looked after, it becomes very aggressive and arrogant and hard. That's the worst side of them. When the female psyche is not appreciated, it becomes very shrill, petty, and manipulative. That's the worst side of women. So God says that unless men feel relevant and useful in their homes, with their families, and to society at large, it is very easy for someone outside of the circle of a man's safety to give him attention, whether it's a mistress or whether it's a meat hunter in Washington, D.C., and because the man wants to know that he belongs somewhere and somebody's happy with his contribution, 
they open their spirits up to these wicked men. They really think that they found friendship, attention, and brotherhood. But what God says is that they don't know is that they've fallen and been snared in the net of a bunch of swingers and sexual perverts. I don't even have to show you what's written here. Go to the blog and it's written in black and white. I never change what's there. I only edit in case I've made typos and mistakes. Because sometimes I work until 3 a.m. in the morning and I'm sleepy and I'm typing like a fifth grader. So God says that they fall in with swingers and sexual perverts who simply want to defile their women and children. But they don't know. They think that they found people who really care about the fact that they want to make a difference as an elderman in their community. They really think that they found someone who can help them with their political career. And so they open up to these men and these men bring them in until the deal is revealed. We can do this for you, Bob. But I just want a moment to get to know Samantha better. The Lord says that sometimes they make the request very veiled and you're not sure. But sometimes they're just like Robert Redford in that movie, Indecent Proposal. And they just come out and say, my money, my Senate vote, my recommendation to the upper houses of the judge, to the Supreme Court bench, my this for your wife, my this for your daughter. And the Lord says, this is why when you look in these fancy magazines and you see the family and everybody standing there and the father sitting on the chair and everybody's hand is on the back of the chair and they look so picture perfect. God said that half the people in those pictures are the walking dead. They're frozen and they're damaged inside because the members of the family have been traded, raped, sexually molested. They paid the price for power, but now when they finally have it, everyone in the family is abused and defiled. This is the word I used at the beginning of the prophecy, defiled. So this is what they do. And the Lord says that if you are using your wife or family's body as an entry pass so that the higher ups can open the door for you, this is abomination. And the punishment for abomination is always severe. So that those who have ears to hear, hear. This is the sentence of the Lord. These elected officials will die. They are a hateful bunch. Have they not heard that he who perverts justice and denies bread to the poor, I will not endure. They are manipulative puppets who play to the tune of their master, Satan, and their other master, money. I said in my word that you cannot serve two masters, but you can do it when both of your masters are Satan. I will remove them one by one and the lucky ones will be alive to tell the story. And so the prophecy that the Lord gave me almost two years ago, July 6, 2019, is that elected officials of the United States will begin to die. It would almost be like a wave. Now, you know, brothers and sisters, a wave comes and then it goes. It comes and then it goes. And so I began to see a huge number of casket covered flags rolling past in a vision. God said they will even get to the point that they will become scared and think that somebody's poisoning them or someone is picking them off like a sniper. Um, but he said that it's not. It will be the Lord Jesus Christ judging them. And I saw a huge hand come among the senators of the United States, governors, mayors, the higher ups, and the hand harvested the people. And they looked like 
human beings being grabbed by a big hand, but they also looked like stalks of grain. And when the hand picked them up, some mercy was shown, and some of the stalks of grain fell back to the earth again, and so they were not harvested in death, but many of them remained in the crushing grip of the Lord, and they were pulverized, broken, and they were thrown into the fire. So if you've been watching the funerals, please know that God is not happy. Not everybody's dying a natural we loved him, death. The Lord then said that many elected officials will lose their office. He said they will lose their races and I will expose them on all sides. And so I saw that incumbents, many popular names that had been in place for a long time, started to run and lose. They started to lose to upstarts. They started to lose to names that were not so big. I think in the past year, we've seen quite a few of these lower house races and, and lower level races turn out to bring people that nobody knows to the forefront. And God said, yes, new and unknown names will be put up for consideration and the ballot box will be scrubbed of the names that everybody thinks should win. And so I saw these people who had begun, who had long been abusing public office and treating it as a meal ticket. I saw them start to go hungry. I saw them kicked out of office and new people took their spot. And I saw the words upset, landslide, upstart, and he, he sure knocked him out of there. These are the words that were flashed before me. And they were being spoken by the media as um, public races for office turned out very different outcomes than people said. Um, the next thing I saw is that scandals would come to light. A lot of scandals will surround them as they fall. This is what God said. And so God showed me a curious vision and I think um, I might leave it there. Let's see how the video goes. I saw brown envelopes being passed around in the Senate and the House of Representation, um, rep Representatives, forgive me. So the House of Reps and the Senate, it's basically Congress. I saw brown envelopes, not the A4, but the bigger kind being passed around. Um, and I saw faceless people bringing these brown envelopes to high and mighty hands. And when the high and mighty hands opened the envelopes, what, what is this? Their hands began to shake and they got very pale. And they were terrified. And sometimes they got up right in the middle of a house, a house Senate, um, a house session, and they walked out, or Senate session, and they walked out and they and they didn't come back that day. And what the Lord revealed to me is that there were photographs and tapes and documented transcripts of what they do in their private lives that had been captured by who knows who and was now being shown to them. And the Lord said that scandal and exposure will come to the White House in the forms of revelations even about the presidents. Brothers and sisters, the Lord even showed me that men in high places like to dress up like little kids. They like to dress up like pets and they like to be beaten by women who dress up like Catwoman and other dominatrix types. I saw these men sometimes in their underwear, praise Jesus, because I don't need that drama in my life, with collars on their necks, with women pulling the collars, and they were being beaten with sticks and rods so they could beg their master to have mercy on them. This is what I saw. I saw many small children entering into hidden chambers and rooms of the homes of many celebrities, 
celebrity pastors, celebrity stars, famous people, and even the White House, the Senate, and all levels of gubernatorial dwellings in the United States. And when some of these children came out, they looked extremely the worse for wear, but many of them did not come out. They died in those places from sexual abuse and because their bodies were abused and misused by multiple people in one stretch of time. And then after that, their remains were disposed of for extremely high sums of money. If you can't handle these things, this is not the channel for you. This is one thing God says to me about these prophecies. I used to ask him, God, I'm a woman, the things you show me. And he said, if I have to see them, so can you. Why can't you? And I've said in God's defense on the blog many times, just understand that you can watch a movie and clear your conscience. You can go and have some ice cream. You can do something to de-stress. You can go to sleep and refresh your body. God is a spirit. He never takes a break. He sees this all the time. Where's his rest? When will he take a break? Who protects his eyes from these things? So man up and don't complain. We need to know these things so we can pray about these things. So the power of the Lord can be released to potentially change these things. So a lot of people out there, a scandal will break, the video will come out, and then you'll see in the comment section, oh, I can't, that poor baby. Sister, the baby went through it. The baby could not say, oh, I can't. If the child could go through it, you can at least honor it by listening and understanding that this, um, this is the reality of many people. Sometimes I get very fed up with our responses to mature things. Sticking your head in the sand won't make it go away. Human trafficking is the top pastime in the world today. And there are prophecies on my blog where God says it will be done so much that there's not a single person who won't know a direct human trafficking story, either because they were trafficked themselves or because they know someone in their circle who was. When you consider that, there's no time to say, oh, I can't. It's just a thought. So the last prophecy here that the Lord brought is sex and murder for profit. This is talking about what happens to the remains of the children. The Lord called it a briefcase business. Money changes hands to dispose of these kids' bodies. So the kids are used for sexual pleasure, sexual abuse, rituals. I've shared before that some of them are eaten. If you don't believe that, no time to convince you. Watch the blood to drink prophecy. Make up your own mind. But the bodies that do remain, it's big business to get rid of these little ones because their parts are very useful for other things. Lord says this is a thriving business because people desire the corpses for other things. And he didn't show me what those other things were. And I'm glad. Children are raped and murdered in the continental United States and all her territories. So we're talking about the Puerto Ricos. We're talking about anything that is under the U.S. flag. America has carried this thirst for infant blood to all nations that she annexed, controls, influences, or has ties with. 
This is the territorial spirit of Babylon the Great. That spirit is the spirit of witchcraft, Satanism, and murder. Welcome to the land of the brave and the free. So that's the prophecy. God really shocked me. It's called what you never heard before. Some have heard it before, but for me, it was something else. I'm Celestial, you're always welcome to this channel. Share the videos as you are led. Let other people know that there is real prophetic truth being spoken here. I'm not giving you five tips to self-improvement and I'm not here to tell you what God is saying about the last person appointed to the Supreme Court. God is interested in the truth that will change, the truth that will demonstrate the difference in the hearts of people between sheep and goats. If prophecy does not challenge you, if prophecy is not changing you, if prophecy is only something that you're watching on YouTube to confirm your confirmation bias, you know what? I was praying and I liked her and they appointed her and I think, I think she's just what we need in America. There's a problem because that's not prophecy. That's just you hunting on the internet for candy. And when you go hunting for candy on YouTube these days, you will find it in abundance. These videos take something out of me. They're heavy, especially the painful ones like this one. They take something from me. So may God bless you. Support this channel, support this ministry if you're led to. There's no problem if you're not led to. I'm Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. And this will be the only one until further notice. Goodbye.